Hello everyone, welcome to World of Wallace and Gromit, the podcast. Now I know it's been a while since the previous episode, so firstly I must apologise for that. Um, Life has got a little bit busier since all the lockdowns have lifted, uh, certainly in the UK, but I do hope to still continue this podcast in a more ad hoc basis. Moving on to more exciting things, in this episode I talked to the lovely Lucy, who's a software engineer and worked on the Grometronic sculpture created for Gromit Unleashed 2 by a group of young engineers at the company Renishaw. As Lucy mentioned, creating an interactive Gromit able to be out in the public is quite different from what they would usually be doing, but does sound like a really great experience to be part of. Hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Oh, thanks so much for uh, joining me. Brilliant. Okay, so um, should we start with, are you able to tell us a bit more about yourself and uh, what you do? Yeah, um, so I am I was a software apprentice at Ranashaw. Um, I've graduated now and, and kind of come off that. So my job at the moment is running STEM activities with kids, okay. um, getting them excited about STEM. Um, but it was when I was an apprentice that um, kind of got a phone call one day, like there's a, a secret project. Do you Ooh. want to be a part of it? We can't tell you what it is. Um, and when we do tell you what it is, you can't tell anyone else. And oh, I was gosh. like, okay. <laughs> I'll do that sure um and then lots of secret meetings about it um but yeah I've I've been with with Renishaw for just over five years now um doing we are mostly software up until the Mm -hmm. very end of 2021 um but I've always been a STEM ambassador Mm -hmm. doing activities with kids and now that's what I get to do full-time so brilliant and just uh could you, are you able to elaborate on what Renishaw does as a, a company? Yeah, um, so it's mostly known for engineering. Um, specifically, it's called metrology, which is the science of measurement, um, which can sound quite boring. I know uh, measurement doesn't sound really exciting, um, but we make things um, from uh, measurement probes and calibration tools um, to we make our own 3D printers that print in metal. um, And we also make um, robots that assist with brain surgery and stuff like that. So obviously then when it comes to measurement, it's like (laughs) life and death kind of stuff. (laughs) You've got to get it right, definitely. Oh, wow. So uh, this top secret project, is that something, did you you get selected for that? Or um, how did you get involved out of the company? Um, I'm not entirely sure why I got picked. So they always say it was a team of grads and apprentices that did it. Mm. Um, but I was the only apprentice. Everyone else was graduates. Oh. Um, so I do feel a little bit special. Yeah, nice. Um, but we, um, so my year of apprentices, I don't even know if it, it came down to just wanting to use people in, in my year of, of intake. There were only three of us. So there wasn't a big pool to pick from, I guess. Um, I, I think because I'd done a lot of STEM activities mm. and I, my face was already out there, yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get her in again to do something yeah. else. Oh, nice. Um, 
so I, I think probably mm. because of that but mm. realistically I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> oh well it's yeah very exciting project to get involved with how many were on the team um I've had some trouble remembering I think no more than maybe 10 it okay. wasn't a very big group mm. um it was unfortunate because so there is a photo that is plastered on all of the marketing <laughs> for the grommet mm. and it was basically a day where um so the with the way the grommet trail works is there's themes so mm-hmm. different companies work to different themes and we right. were one of three with Rolls-Royce and the University was it it was either Bristol Uni or the University of the West of England I can't remember um that did uh, marvelous machines which mm-hmm. is why ours moved and stuff and there was a day where they got the three of them together just to be uh, so we were at yeah. Ardman <laughs> yeah um, throwing them off before before everyone else um and that day they had a limit on how many people could go oh, no. and it was one less than how many were in our team oh. and for some reason I was the unlucky one oh, that no. had to stay, stay in the office that day so there's photos from that day of like everyone gathered around him and I'm just oh. like <laughs> so you don't photoshop your head in there. <laughs> I've said that every time I see the picture I'm like just gonna put myself in yep, there yep. <laughs> I did this <laughs> yeah. oh nice so how was the what was the process like when when did you find out it was going to be a grommet and how much control did you have on the design um I think the very first meeting was there's a local company that's doing a big charity thing mm. and we're gonna have to make something <laughs> um are you all in so okay. that was very much like <laughs> pretty vague I don't even know what you're talking about um but it sounds interesting sure Mm. like I don't if we're making something physical as a software engineer I don't know how much help I'm going to be but sure yeah um and then uh I think it was the next couple of meetings it was we're working with Ardman they want to do another grommet trail Mm. how much do we know from previous years um I know that one year we sponsored one of the Sean's that went out oh, okay. um, but we got that painted by someone else so that wasn't mm. done in-house so this was like we're, we're doing up. it this yeah time. Wanna, yeah um so I think from from that point of being told right we're getting a grommet statue what do we do with it <laughs> yeah. um to getting it out was mm. maybe eight or nine months oh, it wow. wasn't okay not a huge amount of time it wasn't at all a yeah big amount of time yeah uh, oh gosh yeah. and so did you have uh, like initial brainstorming sessions or did you have a yeah. brief already given to you um so there was bits of brief and mm-hmm. if I could remember what was in it <laughs> I would say um obviously we had the title of marvelous machines mm-hmm. uh, so that was the biggest thing and the the idea being we'd like it to move please mm. uh was what we sort of got from Ardman like if you okay. can make it some even if it's not interactive per se we want it to do something because mm. that's the whole point of this being a special one okay. um so I other than that for brief I think it was like you can't like you can have it on a little plinth but it can't be massive okay. yeah um, just like specifics of you can't completely destroy the dog <laughs> yeah it's still got to be grommet yeah okay <laughs> um, which is understandable yeah <laughs> um, and obviously he's going to be out in the public so mm. he has to be 
safe yeah tamper proof yeah (laughs) oh gosh yeah oh wow so um could you tell us a bit more about what you did with your grommet um as a team and your individual part I suppose yeah so the the brainstorming took quite a while there were so many ideas that were floated that would have been amazing Mm. but realistically (laughs) would have taken years probably um if you're familiar with um the the this the train track chase ah yes the wrong trousers (laughs) yeah we were like could we put windows in him Mm. and have a train going round oh that would have been very cool past bits of scene from different yeah that would be really cool but we don't know uh so the the models as we found out later are fiberglass or they're not nice looking on the Mm. inside and getting inside of it to do all of that would have been really tricky (laughs) so that one got thrown out pretty quickly but we were like that would be cool Mm. or some kind of like ball maze like a marvelous machine like like a Rube Goldberg type yeah like we how would Wallace make this Mm -hmm. because he comes up with so many crazy (laughs) things alongside Gromit so it's like could we do that kind of thing Mm. um but we eventually settled on we want it to represent some of the stuff we do at Renishaw. Um, so electronics, engineering, mm-hmm. uh, as much of our fancy tech as we can throw on it. Yep, yep. Let's do it. Um, so we had, he was designed overall to look like a circuit board. His back had different components on it, um, LED lights, uh, resistors that we made look like bones, because obviously he's a dog. Yep. yep. Um, lumps of cheese. Um, I think the the main chip on the back had the logo for the um for the trail on it mm-hmm. as well. Oh nice. Um his tail was 3D printed on one of our metal um 3D printing machines and that had lights in it and it wagged and it was oh. a very intricate design. Um the studs for the collar, which I think is my favorite bit, um, because you don't always notice it, but um we had people designing landmarks of Bristol Mm. which were then printed in in metal again and very very detailed and then they were cast in resin to be all the different studs so if you look around his collar yeah it's It's like all around Bristol skyline oh brilliant yeah it's very cool um so there was like uh we had the hoops outside the hospital Mm. um one of the bridges um we did have Renishaw headquarters on there (laughs) that's a plug yep (laughs) yeah um and a few others as well um so and I mean he still lives at Renishaw so if people are ever on site they can come and have a look say hello um (laughs) yeah um and then his eyes moved so the the main thing that I did was the software to get his eyes moving Hmm. so me and Hannah who was the other software engineer that was working on it uh took uh, I took the lights, uh, the eyes, she took the lights, um, which were very, very complicated. Um, she, as I say, she was a graduate, so mm. um, much more knowledgeable than I was at the time. Um, and we worked with the electronics engineers. So they wrote, um, as ended up mostly being one guy called Harry, who was amazing. Um, <laughs> he wrote like the interface between this is what the motors do. Mm. this is what the software wants to do okay. um, and then we use that to say okay we need him to 
look left, look right. And mm. I, I spent a lot of time watching clips <laughs> of Gromit tracking because mm. he he does a very iconic eye roll. He does. And I had to get it right. So it was no like watching clips and then yeah. tracking the movement because it's not just a whole circle. And mm. it, I don't know, we oh, were wow. very particular about yeah. getting that right. Um, so writing and rewriting all of this maths mm. and curves and lines. Oh, wow. and, um, it's funny that a lot of people have said, oh, does he have a camera in him? Does he actually track mm. oh, really? what he's looking at? And it's like, no. It's just by chance that he looks at you looks perfectly. At you at that point. Oh wow! Um, but it's happened too many times, so I totally understand why people are like, "This must have tracking software." And I'm like, "I'm not that good." Is he watching me? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, so getting the eyes moving, um, the lights—they um, had patterns, colors. Uh, they had there were buttons on him that you could use to change the different things about the lights. Oh, cool. um, I think it came up with a Morse code message. And I was literally talking to someone at work about it today. Oh, yeah, he had Morse code in him. And he, they said, what does it stand for? I was like, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> Probably Gromit or Renishaw. But yeah. I actually <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, but at some point, a nice message oh, comes cool. up in Morse code. Uh, if you want to decode it, I find that quite <laughs> helpful. <laughs> um, I will have to go back and check, but I, I couldn't find it. So I was just like, yeah. He does it. It's very cool. He does something, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, nice. um, Unfortunately, Hannah is no longer working at Renishaw, so I can't even ask. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's... um, He does still live with us, which is nice. Um, And now that we've got a big education centre that I'm sort of... I don't want to say in charge of, yeah. but that's like my job now. Um, we're hoping to get him down there so that oh, when cool. kids come in, yeah. they can interact with him. And potentially, um, if we get copies of uh, the way we made the eyes, mm. helping kids to design their own things that he oh, can do with brilliant. the eyes. Um, so that would be quite fun. Oh, cool. um, oh that yeah. sounds Projects great. for the future, hopefully. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure that'll be uh, get a lot of people enthusiastic about it when they can get involved with something like that. It's uh, quite fun. Um, so I see him every time I'm in the office. Mm. Um, but when there are uh, less so now, obviously with all the COVID stuff that's mm. happened, but previously when there'd be a big business meeting and yeah. there's lots of fancy business people oh, in yeah. their and they're walking in and being like, "There's a grommet. I want to <laughs> press all the buttons," yeah. and you're like. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, I did that. You're <laughs> better than children. <laughs> oh, oh, we all, yeah. When there's a button yeah, to press, exactly. why not? <laughs> How many yeah. um, different uh, interactive bits were there on it then that people could um, have a go at? So there was a button to make the tail wag and stop. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two um, big LEDs in the circuit board on his back, um, and one of the buttons would change the colours of those. And then there were another three that changed the color, speed, and pattern of the lights along his back oh, and cool. ears and, and things. Yeah. Um, and his nose was a plasma ball, so you could touch it. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> it's looks very cool, and a lot of people loved it, and it was, like, the, the least effort. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ball. 
Um, it's unfortunately because they do run out after a while. So oh, when really? they're running full time, mm. you have to swap them out. So I noticed the one in the office at the moment is looking a little bit dim. Oh. So you might need a new <laughs> one. Need a re- replacement um, nose. <laughs> but it is quite fun just going mm. up and tapping, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Oh, cute. And uh, oh, so what was the most challenging part of it then? Um, For me, probably learning how to um, work with hardware. Um, Because I'm a software engineer, a lot of what I do is it's just code. It's just on a computer. It doesn't interact with anything real per se. Mm -hmm. Um, So going from using a virtual uh we've drawn an eye mm. in, a, in a piece of software and we're making that move around um learning how to interact with what our electronics engineers had made and making something real move was quite challenging and it doesn't always do what you think it's going to do <laughs> often the way isn't it <laughs> yeah um so that was it was challenging but it was also the most fun because mm. I think as a software engineer it's great like writing a piece of code and seeing something pop up on your computer mm. when you write a piece of code and something in the real world starts moving yeah it was like oh my god bring <laughs> <laughs> them to life it was yeah. uh yeah and then putting them in place as well and being like okay this is the real thing yeah turning him on for the first time when he was all put together oh was yeah an experience a bet was there a, a big grand unveiling or was it kind of between those who made it to start with um so we got given so Renishaw's got a lot of buildings even on its main site mm-hmm. and there's the mill which is the oldest bit of the building and the mill has a basement that is so obviously uh we've got like id badges we have to buzz into rooms because mm. secret stuff's going on um but the basement specifically was only the people in the team could get into the oh. room that he was in um, so it felt very cool having yeah. a secret <laughs> top secret location. Um, so we had our own like private. Mm. He's up and running. This is amazing. Um, and then certain members, I believe, were allowed to come and have a look. Um, yeah. Like I guess people from the marketing and communications because mm. they wanted to make sure that he was appropriate yeah. for going out. <laughs> Good um, representative. Yeah, and then. A, a slightly bigger unveiling at Ardman and then oh, cool. I think my favorite bit that I did get to go to yep. um was they got every single model for the trail together at Ardman oh, so that yeah. everyone that had worked yeah. on one could go and see them all together oh, so nice. that was really really fun yeah. just getting to wander around and see all these really cool designs because obviously when they're out in Bristol on the trail if mm. you don't have like a solid week yeah there are a lot of them (laughs) there's a lot and you will miss some um so getting to go and see them all and it was the first time they had wallaces and feathers and I've got like so many photos (laughs) on my phone of that day just being like I can't show these to anyone yet but they're very cool (laughs) um uh so yeah the sort of stages of unveiling Mm. and then um out in Bristol, uh, the team and then some STEM ambassadors as well all took rotations um, staying with him for a day mm-hmm. because as much as he was interactive and we were pretty sure he was safe, we didn't want people just jumping all over him, yeah. damaging him. Um, he was running 
electronics inside, there's the chance it could have, you know, caught light. He was in a, a very bright corner of the building. He mm-hmm. had a smoke alarm inside yeah. him just in case anything happened. Um, I mean, he hasn't caught fire no. <laughs> several years on. We're still going very well. Although um, the day that I, one of the days I was there looking after him, mm. the smoke alarm went off. Oh, no. And it was towards the end of the day. So luckily there weren't too many people around, but it was really hot. And I think he just got a bit warm. So it wasn't on fire at all. It just decided to go off. And I was just there with the screwdrivers (laughs) trying to understand what's going on. Just panicking, like, if he is on fire, what do I even (laughs) do? Um, And all of these kids, like, looking at me going, why is she opening Gromit's stomach? And just like, it's going to be fine. (laughs) Nobody panicked. yeah, and literally opened it. T- well, I turned him off at the wall, opened it, couldn't mm. see anything wrong. Slowly closed him up again, <laughs> started him at the wall, and it all came on fine. And I was like, oh. "I'm gonna leave it." Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it goes off again, fair enough. Yeah, but it didn't. So, oh, nice. <laughs> all's well, it ends well. <laughs> yeah, it okay. was. Uh, funny in retrospect but yeah. at the time <laughs> terrifying but I bet where was he which uh, bit of Bristol uh he was in the M shed oh, which okay. I'd never been to before no. um and I don't actually think I've been back I, I haven't managed <laughs> to go back and have a look around it because mm. uh, it looked pretty cool from the corner I was in <laughs> um, yeah a very well-known corner then <laughs> yes um so oh, nice. he had his own little space um mm. he had a little uh toolkit that went everywhere with him just in case um but that is where he lived and uh, did you get a chance to do any of the trail at all or I didn't um so I don't live in Bristol Mm -hmm. uh I'm slightly further north uh Gloucestershire um but I was either sat with him on a day or out doing other thing I, yeah. I didn't <laughs> um, yeah. yeah it was it was a very busy time and I was yeah. as I said I was still an apprentice so I had uni to do yeah oh <laughs> wow everything going yeah. on so it oh, was nice. uh, a shame that I couldn't but I think because I'd been able to go and see them all beforehand mm. I was yeah you've kind of done the trail all at once <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't quite so bad I think yeah. if I hadn't been able to do that I'd have been more like okay I'm gonna set aside a day but it was very cool oh brilliant oh that sounds like a great experience mm. and uh so do you have a, a favorite Wallace and Gromit film speaking a bit more broadly <laughs> just to uh kind of wrap things up a little I I really like a grand day out. I do. Um, the rocket and eating mm-hmm. eating the cheese on the moon. There's a lot of classic me. moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have a few um old Ardman DVDs and oh, things right. yeah. and other stuff they've done and all the creature comforts ones they used to do. Mm. I still find them so funny. They're so good, so clever. Yeah. I used to used to get the dvd out on sleepovers with my friends and they'd be mm. like i don't get it i'm like but it's so funny <laughs> how can you not get this yeah. um so yeah hardman yeah. fan for life definitely. definitely oh brilliant um so yeah i think that's uh, brings us to a close unless there's anything else you wanted to add 
No, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, not... I really could talk about him all day. But... <laughs> well, thank you very much for uh, giving us some time out of your day. And okay. uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. It's been really interesting to learn all about your grommet. <laughs> no problem. Brilliant. All's well that ends well, that's what I say. Thank you very much to Lucy for such an interesting insight to a sculpture that was seen by thousands back in 2018 and helped raise lots of money for the Bristol Children's Hospital. If you want to find out more about the Gromit Unleashed Trails, do check out episode 16, Charity Champions. Please also give the podcast a like and leave a review if your listening platform allows. And if you have anything else you'd like to get in touch about, please either email worldofwallaceandgromit at gmail.com or message through the Instagram account at worldofwallaceandgromit. Until next time, bye! From me, from Gromit, from us. Au revoir, chucks.